0: I want, uh, I go be the change your work, work. the world Time to change in your life, John life, yeah. uh, Every day not to enjoy, enjoy. I'm like you laptop When go,
1: Welcome back. Welcome back, SFL Nation. Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Striker. I'm back with another great podcast, people. I hope that you enjoyed your week and, and your week thus far. We had a great weekend filled with exciting games and teams who are trying their best to join the top ranked teams, such as the Tyrants, the Vultures, the Nightwings, the Aztecs, Surprise and Wildcats in the playoffs in the next two weeks. It's gonna be a serious fight to the finish line and a new championship team could prevail this year. Truly exciting times. And during the course of the game on Sunday, I actually received a nickname from Demon Simeons and Troy Gaines while they were making the calls and by the way, they are the perfect broadcast team together. But my new name is now 9 millimeter Cock them loaded, people. <laughs> Tonight's podcast will include SFL chat around the water cooler. Also, my SFL story time featuring Mr. Wesley Snyder. I also have My quick recap of week 11, play of the game, Was I Right, and my picks for week 12. And I have a double fourth and goal interview with Mr. Rhett Sawyer of Las Vegas Fury and Mr. Bailey Chewy Baca from Denver Nightwings in the building with me. So let's get started with the fun. Next up, SFL chat around the water cooler. Keep it right here. And welcome back to SFL chat around the water cooler. So I decided to make mention of some of the brand new people that have watched us on 11 Sports Network or watched us, you know, on Twitch or on YouTube and decided to join us. And this is rather recent names, So I just want to give you guys a shout out. Some of our recent, um, well, our newcomers, I should say, goes as follows. Mr. Skull, welcome. Marsalis, pizza lovers. Nick Pellegrini, the one, nine one six. The cool guy, Coolio Diggs, hog fan, rise noble. Kapaka (laughs) Joe, interesting. Um, Big tree, seven, two, four. And Percolator, 81. Welcome. Welcome to the league. Of course, if you guys have any questions about anything, y'all feel free to ask any one of us. We will definitely guide you in the right direction. We also had some recent signings as of September 13th. And that list goes as follows. San Francisco signs number 32, running back, Surin Storm. Tallahassee signs number 49, linebacker, Chris Young. Baltimore signs, number 95, Tucker Lewis. Chicago signs, number 45, fullback, Alex Perez. Houston signs, number 94, defensive end, Scott Subtile. Las Vegas signs, number 74, defensive end, Demarcus Anderson. London signs, number 21, free safety, Dwayne Hambry. Mexico City signs, number 49, linebacker John Adams. St. Louis signs, number 26, fullback Don Billingsley. Atlanta signs, number 56, defensive end Lawrence Sackham. (laughs) Carolina signs, number three, kicker Wally Herman. Denver Suns, number 91, defensive end Nick Miller, and Vancouver Suns, number 19, wide receiver Brian Craven. Coach Craven, I've actually seen you in chat a few times, and Wally, welcome, welcome guys. If I have not said hello to you, hello, hello, hello. And I'm looking forward to working with you guys and seeing you out there on the field. You know, as I extend the offer to the newcomers, I extend the offer to you. If you guys have any questions, feel free to ask us. We are definitely here to guide you in the right direction, as I said before. Next up, we have SFL Storytime. Keep it right here. And here we have SFL Storytime featuring Mr. Wesley Snyder, newcomer to the league and someone we are really glad to have as a member of the SFL with us. He will be featured in Memoirs of an SFL Agent, Relax at Home, Enjoy. September 24th, 2019, 7.30 a.m. I walked into the Petit Bordeaux wine shop located in San San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio is known for being one of the most visited places in Texas. And it's also known for other things. Spanish cultural influences, the San Antonio Spurs, the Alamo, Great tex mixed food, the Riverwalk, SeaWorld. I was pretty happy to be working there. I walked into that shop every morning and spoke to the clerk that sits at her register every day. She always greets me with a smile and says, Hello, Miss Stryker. I hope that you have a wonderful day. I will, and I hope that you'll have one too, I said with a nod. That was cold for her to unlock the entrance of the SFL headquarters. With a switch found underneath her desk, I continued down a long aisle of wine bottles until I came upon a door at the back of the store. I knocked three times and went inside and closed the door behind me. Inside was a big black chair with a spotlight shining on it. I sat down and prepared myself. The chair lowered down into an elevator. Once I arrived, inside I pushed a button marked League Staff On the elevator panel. Now normally I would travel far and wide to obtain my interviews for the league but this time was different. I was able to kick back and relax at SFL headquarters for the interview. I spoke with Cam earlier in the day as I was wondering about my next adventure and where it would take me and how I would deal with Gordon once we saw each other again. He told me to come into the office to conduct the interview because Mr. Wesley Snyder was already there. They were having a meeting prior to our interview. I arrived at league level and stepped off the elevator into a large office space, painted and decorated in white, gold, and black. There were large windows that overlooked the city on all sides, and large comfortable chairs and couches. There were very expensive computers and monitors on every agent's desk, and even a think maker If you can think of any food or beverage you want, you can have it in an instant. The space was separated into three fo- floors and cam offices were at the top. I stepped into another glass elevator and ascended to the top floor. I walked into Cam's office to find Cam and Wesley Snyder sitting there and talking. I came inside, and they both greeted me. Hello, Cam. Always good to see you, sir. And Wesley, it's a pleasure to meet you. Likewise, Stryker. Cam has told me a lot about you. I turned to Cam and spoke in a Southern Belle voice. Why, Mr. Beauregard, I do declare... I thank you so much for your kind words. <laughs> we laughed and sat down at Cam's desk. There are three coffee cups and fruit and chocolate donuts for all of us to indulge in. We did just that, and I began the interview. So, Mrs. Snyder, who are you? Name, age, hometown, and maybe an interesting fact about yourself. My real name is Jacob. Jacob. I'm 22 years old, and I'm from New Zealand, now living in Australia. I work on the radio and commentating sports. How did you find the league? I found the league subconsciously scrolling through Google looking for a football sale I could use, and I've been hooked ever since. Do you play any sports? I do play sports. My life revolves around them. Rugby, American football, and I watch and play a bit of European football. What can I say? Love the action. Do you plan to participate in the league in any other capacity besides being a player, like broadcast team or multimedia team or social media team? I am in talks with Commissioner on taking on a major role at the end of the season. However, I'm not prepared To tell anyone what that is besides the league staff until it's official. I took a sip from my cup and continued. So, how do you feel that you will contribute to someone's locker room? In real life, I'm a team skipper. For my football team so I will bring positive influence on younger players help guide them in the right direction so how did you feel when you heard the news that you were going to be a part of a team I was happy to get the opportunity but sadly I was due to sign for London then there was some unfortunate things that happened and the deal fell through so, tell me about your expectations from your team. Honestly, I'm not sure exactly. I think I should get on the team first. Do you plan on playing the same position during the draft and rookie season? Honestly, I'm not sure about that either. Knowing me, I'll probably change it up. Well, as always, I do appreciate your time and... We'll be looking forward to seeing you out there on the field, and I'll be seeing you around the office as well. Looking forward to a nine millimeter. <laughs> we laughed again, all stood up and parted ways for the time being. Wesley went home. I went to my office, but not before gang, Not before Cam gave me a file for my next contact and a box of junior mitts. He said... I know how you like to travel, and for your interviews, you know, I felt that this would be a great trip for you. I retired to my office and sat down at my desk and opened the file for my next adventure. I hope that you enjoyed invo- that you actually enjoyed um, SFL story time, and next up will be my quick recap week 11 game player of the game was i write and my picks for week 12 stay tuned And we're back with my week 11 recap. Player of the game, was I right? And picks for week 12. To start things off, uh, Vancouver did have a bye week, so they were able to kind of relax and sit back and watch how everything unfolded. Um, first up, I do have Las Vegas Fury and New Orleans Pharaohs. Unfortunately, I was not able to get all of the information for this game. I do know that Las Vegas won 20 to 14, and I was right about that game. I did guess that they would win and I did. Unfortunately, I just wasn't able to find that information. However, Baltimore Vultures versus the Alaska Storm. Alaska won 33-14. Passing for Baltimore was 285 yards. Their rushing was 65. Total yardage was 360. Passing for the Alaska Storm was 253 yards. Their rushing was 153 yards and their total was 388 yards. Time of possession, 20 minutes and 14 seconds, Baltimore had the ball, and Alaska had the ball for 23 minutes and 46 seconds. Baltimore also had three turnovers, while Alaska had none. Player of the game was J.W. Doyle. 21 attempts, 115 yards, two touchdowns, and 5.5 yards per carry. The Atlanta Swarm took on the Charleston Predators and won 17-6. Passing for Atlanta was 257 yards, rushing was 125, and total yardage was 382. Charleston had 183 yards passing, 61 yards rushing, and 244 yards total. Time of possession, Atlanta had the ball, 24 minutes and 5 seconds, with one turnover. And Charleston had the ball for 19 minutes and 51 seconds, with no turnovers. But... BDG, Hollywood, was the player of the game. 22 attempts, 127 yards, one touchdown, and 144 reception yards, one reception touchdown. He's always busy. <laughs> Houston Hyenas took on the Chicago Wildcats, and Houston won, 21-20. Passing for Houston was 196 yards. Rushing is 126 yards. In total, was 322 yards. Um, Chicago had 233 yards passing. Rushing was 125, and their total yards was 358. Time of possession. Houston had the ball for 18 minutes and 13 seconds with four turnovers. Chicago had the ball for 24 minutes and 46 seconds with two turnovers. Player of the game was Mr. Warren Murray. 25 attempts, 130 yards, one touchdown, 30 receptions, yards, and one reception touchdown. Next up, London Knights took on the Denver Nightwings, and Denver won 37-14. Passing for London, 157 yards. Rushing was 185, and their total yardage was 342. Denver, 302 yards. Significant difference for passing. Um, Rushing, 119 yards. Total yardage, 421. Time of possession, Denver had the ball for 32 minutes and 40 sec- 47 seconds, and London only had the ball for 10 minutes and 50 seconds with four turnovers and Denver having none. So it looks like London didn't get even enough time to uh, do anything, really. Denver was all over. Player of the game was Josh Miller, making 32 completions out of 36 attempts, 302 yards, Three touchdowns, 129.4 quarterback rating. Next up, Carolina Skyhawks versus the OKC Renegades. OKC won this game, 27-20. Um, I don't know if I said if I was right about that game. So London Knights and Denver, I was right about. Houston Hyenas and Chicago Wildcats, I was wrong about. I don't think I would those two. But four, Carolina, their passing was 164, 65 yards, their rushing was 140, in total was 305 yards. OKC had 264 yards passing, 87 yards rushing, and 351 yards total. Time of possession was very close. Carolina had the ball for 22 minutes and 10 seconds with one turnover, and OKC had the ball for 21 minutes and 20 seconds with one turnover as well. Player of the game was Deacon Nickens. Making nineteen completions out of twenty-five attempts, two hundred and sixty-four yards, two touchdowns, and one hundred and two point seven quarterback rating. And was I right about that game? No, I was not. Queen City Corsairs versus the Sioux Falls Sparrows. Sioux Falls won thirty-one twenty-two. Passing for Queen City was 264, rushing was 64, and total was 328. Sioux Falls had 316 yards passing, 34 yards rushing, and 350 yards total. Time of possession. Sioux Falls had the ball for 19 minutes and 26 seconds with three turnovers. Queen City had the ball for 23 minutes and 51 seconds with one turnover. Player of the game was Julian Tyree. 27 completions out of 35 attempts, 316 yards, 3 touchdowns, and 10 rushing yards. Was I right about this game? I was not. San Francisco Sharks took on the St. Louis Gladiators, and St. Louis won. 31-13. Passing for San Francisco was 297 yards, their rushing was 27 yards, and their total yardage was 324 While St. Louis had 242 yards passing, 147 yards rushing, and 389 yards total. San Francisco had the ball for only 18 minutes and 22 seconds with two turnovers. St. Louis had the ball for 20 minutes and four seconds with one turnover. Player of the game was Noah Johns. 19 completions for 28 attempts, 214 yards three touchdowns, and 115.5 quarterback rating. Seattle took on Tulsa. <laughs> ah, the Teal Wars. The Teal Wars continue. And we actually won this go-round, 34-27. Seattle's passing was 301 yards. Rushing was 160 yards. In total, was 461 yards. For Tulsa, we had 342 yards passing. Rushing was 105 and total was 447 yards. Seattle had the ball longer than us for 22 minutes and 47 seconds. And we had the ball for 20 minutes and 51 seconds. But we only had one turnover. They had three. Player of the game was myself, Ashley Jackson, making 28 completions out of 37 attempts, 342 yards four touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 128.4. Was I right about that? Yes, I was. So, was I right category this week? I have four right and five wrong, bringing my season totals up to 57 right and 31 wrong. Yeah, I was kind of on a roll with the nose. I don't know if anybody, if you listened to my, my show last season, I mentioned that and I had a few comments about that. Um, being on a roll with the nose. You know, sometimes things just don't work out the way you planned it to. <laughs> but week 12 is as follows. Sioux Fall Sparrows are taking on the Alaska Storm. And I, and I'm going with Alaska on this one. Okay, OKC Renegades will be taking on the Atlanta Swarm. I'm going at the Hive, at that. I'm going with Atlanta Swarm. Chicago Wildcats versus the Baltimore <laughs> Baltimore Vultures. You know what? I'm not going to even choose. And they're at Field too. I'm not going to even choose. One of them going to win. <laughs> um, Seattle Tyrants versus the Carolina Skyhawks. I'm choosing Seattle to win this one by a slight margin, maybe by three. Um, And they're going to be playing at David A. Richardson Memorial. Tulsa Desperados versus the Charleston Predators. Of course, I'm going to choose us to win, even though we are going to be playing at Fort... Maltese Memorial Stadium, and forgive me if I mispronounced that. Um, Mexico City Aztecs will be taking on the Houston Hyenas, and I'm going with the Houston Hyenas this time. I think that uh, Eddie's defense is gonna actually stand up to Mexico City's offense, so we're gonna see if I'm right about that. They will be playing at the Hyena Park Stadium. Denver Nightwings versus New Orleans Pharaohs, I'm going with Denver, they will be playing at Lieutenant General. Russell L. Honor Memorial. Queen City Corsairs takes on the Tallahassee Pride. I'm going with Tallahassee on this one at the Lions' Den. San Francisco Sharks versus the Vancouver Legion. I am going with Vancouver on this one at Canada Field, even though they will be coming off a bye week. You know, sometimes when you come off those bye weeks, you... Your muscles kind of stiffen up. So San Francisco may have a, may have a chance, but we're going to see about that. And last but not least, we have the St. Louis Gladiators taking on the London Knights. And while I'm going with London, I do have a feeling that St. Louis can pull this out. They're going to be in Queensway, so it is an away game. But the way they played last game, I was very impressed. So I think they, they might have a chance. Next up, we have my 4th and Go interview. Stay tuned. And welcome back to my 4th and Go interview, part one. I have Mr. Rhett the lawyer, Sawyer, with me tonight. How you doing, Rick?
2: I'm doing pretty good, how are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic, sir. I'm so glad that you took the time out with me tonight. Especially since you just got off work not too long ago, so I know you're probably kind of tired.
2: Not too bad today.
1: Oh, okay. Good to know. So how has life been in Las Vegas? Tell me everything. Uh,
2: Las Vegas has been pretty great. Uh, a little bit of a rough season. We got one big game coming up here. Need a little help. Uh, but otherwise, locker room's been pretty awesome.
1: Fantastic, man. I'm glad cool. you... Go
2: ahead.
1: Sorry, Okay. I was just gonna say I'm glad that you're happy, man. You know, miss you over there in Tulsa, but you know, we always gonna be cool. Always.
2: Yeah, always. Yep.
1: Um, describe yourself. Who are you and what do you do for the SFL?
2: Uh, I don't really do too much for the SFL yet. I'm trying to really just work my way up with the team. Right, right now, I just uh, try to scout and see if we can improve our playbook anymore right now in Las Vegas here.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Otherwise, I... Uh, Still pretty new to this, but I've only been here for what three seasons now. Just finally starting to have a breakout year this year.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and that takes time, you got to take time to build up your player. And I've noticed that you have definitely improved, you know, since you left. So you've been doing your thing. Um, tell me, how has this it's definitely go ahead, babe. go ahead, Go ahead.
2: I can't really hear you again.
1: Okay. Next up, how has your how has the SFL impacted your life?
2: It's become another thing that I keep track of constantly, always checking in. Enjoy watching, seeing the improvements we've gone through as a whole league. It's kind of crazy seeing us on TV now.
1: Right. Right,
2: exactly. Enjoy uh, reading all these introductions with everyone talking about how they've seen us. Uh, On TV now, and I even read one today that said they watched the Las Vegas and uh, Las Vegas-New Orleans game last week and wanted to come because of that game. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. You never know who you'll inspire to get off the couch and onto the field, you know? Um, So describe the best game that you've had since you've been in the SFL that you can remember. This one.
2: Best game that I've had. Mm -hmm. It's tight. I say individually, the best game would probably have been the Sioux Falls game this year. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of plays being made there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think I think the Denver game probably is right up there. This last Vice Wars that we just had, preview for the end of the season. But there was a lot of plays being made there, both sides. It was a great game to watch.
1: Mm-mm. Vice Wars is always good. <laughs> So, describe the worst game that you had.
2: I um, mean, there's, there's a lot of them there. There's a lot of games where I just t- tend to disappear. I try to block most of them out, though.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, but it's good to kind of relive that, you know, so you know what to do better next time, you know.
2: True. I have to probably say the last, the worst one was uh, this year, also, Houston. We got blown out pretty badly.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I, I mean well actually makes me play. True. I mean, I actually missed that one. I think I was um at work at the time, but I did see some of your posts and you weren't quite happy about that. Um
2: no, when you when you get blown out it's not much fun.
1: No, not at all. Trust me, Tulsa has seen their share. Um <laughs> <laughs> have you uh how have you grown in your position or your title? or actually your positions in, in, com- in comparison to past seasons.
2: Position-wise on the field is just trying to figure out how like I can fine-tune the player, see what other people are doing. Otherwise, I'm really just trying to work with work with Vegas. Uh, Tom has been really great this year in allowing not only me but a couple of the other guys in the locker room to step up and really uh, start helping him out scouting and the playbooks and when we notice something in games and that's just where I've been trying to improve this year mainly.
1: Definitely, understand. Um, So tell me, what are your plans for the next five years, SFL related and life related?
2: SFL related, I, I hope I'm still here. I hope something doesn't come on, along to where uh, I can no longer take part in this, this league. I would like to work my way up Maybe help Tom out with uh, coaching side if I'm still here in Vegas. But I wouldn't like to work my way up and try to start being a coach here.
1: Nice
2: dream life, and wow. like I'm still trying to get that together. Really, aren't we all? I just come through a few few points now where I'm just just get through it. Focus, focus on what I can right now.
1: Yeah, and I see you know looking at some of your stats, you know. You do your thing, like, for season 11 and 12, when you played for the Tulsa Desperados. You had 38 tackles. You had 32 tackles. Well, 38 tackles total for season 11. You had 32 for um, season 12 and 41 this season so far, you know. So looking at those numbers, man, just off your tackles alone, you've grown. All of your numbers have.
2: I think that has a large part to do with the, the help that Tulsa had versus the, the you know lack of help up in the front seven here in Vegas, which I'm not complaining about it this year. It's made me look real good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tulsa, you had Gable to do over there, just constantly sacking quarterbacks. And uh, Espen, Espen Royale was always there to clean up any, any hole that I made in the defense. So I think that's just been the major Is I've had to step up a lot more as a an individual player now than not have to rely on these guys outside of me.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. You've been doing the thing. So um, with that, Rhett, is there anything that you want to say? Normally, this is like... The, the end of the interview and what i like to do is give all of my guests the last word you know you can talk about whatever you want to ask questions you can sing a song you know i've only had one person to actually sing to me so you know if you feeling
2: oh, I'm no i'm sorry i'm not singing <laughs> this will be the end of your podcast if, if you have me start singing uh, only times I sing are in the cars by myself or uh, in the shower.
1: Yeah, I bet,
2: because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> then no one else can
1: hear me. Hey, I understand that. I understand. So yeah, you have the last word. You can say whatever you like. Shoutouts, whatever you want. The floor is yours.
2: Oh, uh, I got to shout out Vegas first off here. They've uh, given me a chance, and we've come together as a pretty good team. Uh, shout out the SFL, and shout out. Definitely, big shout out goes to you because I see all the work you're putting in out here. All these podcasts and the different articles that I see pop up all the time. (laughs) It's uh, been quite an incredible thing that you've been doing around here.
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Just trying to keep everybody entertained and your voice is out there. That's why I like talking to people. That's why I'm glad you had a moment to talk to me because when you were on Tulsa, I don't think that I was able to interview you. So this was, you know, a long time coming. And I'm sorry about that. But with that, y'all have, you have a fantastic night, sir. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you very soon. And we are back with my fourth and goal interview part two. And I have Mr. Bailey Chewy Baca with me tonight. How you doing, sir?
3: Hey, doing great.
1: I I love it. I love it, man. When you did that during um, the championship game, I swear that was the highlight of my night. I literally laughed for like two minutes, because I wasn't expecting it. Totally not expecting that. So how you doing tonight? What's going on with you? I'm doing
3: good. I'm doing good. Just got off work, hanging out with my cats, uh, you know, enjoying life, enjoying life, enjoying being part of the SFL.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Aren't we all, sir? Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Chewy. This is my first time actually talking to you. So, you know, um, a little bit about you, you know, what do you do for the SFL? Hometown, age, all of that.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, of course, well, this is actually the first time anybody, I think, is hearing my voice, except for maybe Alex on Tallahassee. Wow. Um, But, uh, yeah, I actually, um, 24, I live in College Station, Texas, home of the Aggies, the best football team in the the SEC, um, except for all those games that we lose. Yeah, it's it's really different from being on Denver, where we actually win all our games. (laughs) Oh,
1: the (laughs) Aggies.
3: We're coming for y'all. We've got that championship on in our sights. We're not going to lose to Alaska this time. Uh, But um, yeah, I'm 24. Live um, live by myself, or well, live with a roommate uh, in College Station. Mm -hmm. at a call center um uh we do i don't know if y'all have heard of white fair that's where i work um and i'm currently uh pursuing a bachelor's of arts in spanish which sounds fancy but it's really just a literature degree plus another language um
1: hey but that's great because you know as many spanish speakers that we have in the united states you'd be able to connect to all of them so that's a beautiful thing I took Spanish for a few years myself so it's a good language to know
3: yeah it's it's a uh, it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. I got really lucky to find the SFL pretty early I've been on the same team for the same were for about three seasons now mm-hmm. hard to believe right right
1: it goes by so fast
3: yeah it does it really does I joined uh, back when Corky was in charge of us and we were the uh Really, San Antonio Vicaros. Um, But then, um, but then Jeremy took over and brought us over to Denver, and we've been uh, we've been rocking it ever since. It's been really good.
1: Definitely, yeah. Y'all been doing your thing. I was talking to Jeremy the other day, and I was telling him that, you know, as a coach, I've watched him grow because. Um, When I first started the podcast, I was doing team introductions. So I went through the entire 21 teams. Um, I read off the rosters. I read off a little bit about them. And Denver was one of the ones that kind of stuck out to me because, you know, you did come from some hardship, you know, and to be able to prevail over their hardships, people leaving, things changing and stuff like that to where you are now is a feat, you know. And I told him that, you know, I thought he did a great job.
3: Yeah, no. I've been nothing but you know ecstatic with how he's how he's led our team. It's been it's been a phenomenal uh, few seasons here with him in charge. And you know we've got we've got a super active locker room. You know everybody's always making jokes and we all snap each other on Snapchat all the time. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to have fun. This is a hobby slash job for some of us you know so it's um it's good to be happy so tell me how has the sfl impacted your life so yeah
3: that's a super awesome question uh it's really kind of given me like a focus so you know like it's it's given me a place to be i guess you know um I don't know about any of y'all, but I don't necessarily feel like I fit in people well in the real world. I don't play sports or anything. Um, but, you know, I've really found a community so uh, pretty awesome to be a part of. You know, I can I can hop on the general chat any time of day and just start talking about whatever, you know. Because um, there's some crazy stuff that goes on in general and I have to get pushed off topic sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Definitely.
3: I've uh, Yeah, yeah. I've just uh, really loved the sense of community about the SFL and i felt like I've really found a, a place to be myself, which is awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially on the web, you know it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's full of people that are false and, you know, have ill intentions. But when you come to a place like this, you don't feel that. You feel a sense of family and, you know, brotherhood and things like that. And that's attractive, you know, and makes people want to stay.
3: Yeah, it is, it is. And the other thing, the other thing I really love about the SFL is like how it's inclusive, you know, you don't have to be a football star to play football for the SFL. Mm -hmm. To even participate, you know, it's, it's a, like, I, I can't even, I can't even throw a ball in a straight line, like, I, but I'm, I'm out here being a, being a sack master for my team, I'm, I'm crushing them, crushing them QBs, but You know, that wouldn't be something I'd be able to do in real life. So it's really made football into everybody's sport, I feel like.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, I'm a female quarterback. I'm not getting ready to take my butt out there for real and go play quarterback for Atlanta.
3: (laughs) No kidding, no kidding,
1: yeah. (laughs) I mean, as much as I would like to. No, I don't like getting hit like that. So, (laughs) um, tell me. What was one of your most memorable games?
3: Oh, there's been so many.
1: <laughs> Anyone that kind of stands out to you has been like, oh, man.
3: Probably the big one for me, um, well, the most recent big one for me would be the our, our rematch with Alaska right after uh, we lost the championship. And that's been our only loss this season. Um, but I was there that whole game. That was... I usually work on Sundays, so it's a hard time for me to be able to watch the games real-time. Mm-hmm. The few that I was able to catch. And, oh my god, I went down to the wire. It was so close. I, I felt like we were going to pull it out for a second there, but we didn't. But it was still a memorable one, and it was still a good time. And, you know, that's, that's probably my favorite part, you know. Even if you don't win, you can still have a great time. Um, that's true. That game, um, the game where, oh... The game where one of our non-contract players um, ran a touchdown return for a hundred yards, broke a league record. That was a memorable one too. Mm. It was last season, two seasons ago.
1: Yes, I believe so.
3: Yeah, um, that that was super memorable. I really loved that game. Um, and you know, any game that uh, that our that our good old boy Kramer Jackman plays, that he keeps <laughs> up that that flawless record, is is memorable for me. <laughs>
1: Yo, oh, Mr. Yoga himself. I love it. Um, so, what is your? What was one of your least? Well, what was what was one of your worst games that you can remember? That you just like? I mean, I know you just said that you know you have fun even when you lose, but I know there are some of those losses that hurt a little bit too bad for you to have fun. And I was wondering if you can remember any of those.
3: So one that really sticks out to me, um, oh, I can't remember the exact details, but it was it was in our first season as Denver. I think it was against Dallas, um, and we we had got we had won pretty close the week before, but this time we were kept to single digits. I think we did. I think it was like fifty to six. Mm. I can't remember if it was Dallas or Houston.
1: Wow, fifty to six.
3: We had beaten Dallas or Houston the week prior, and then we lost to Dallas the week after. Um, I don't know; it's getting a little fuzzy for me. I, you know, getting all those so- sacks out there kind of messes up your brain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bet. No, I can understand. And it seems like that's the one you kind of want to forget. You know, if <laughs> that was me.
3: Anything where we're, anything where we're kept at single digits is not a game I want to remember.
1: Exactly. So I see that you try, that you are a defensive tackle. Why did you choose that position?
3: Well, um, I came into the SFL um, like right before season, right before the season had started for the Vaqueros. and that was one of the positions they were looking to open, or they, they were looking for really. And uh, I was always told that I probably would have made a good defensive tackle if I was bigger in school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of I'm a pretty big. guy. I'm like five ten. And I could put on the muscle if I wanted to, but, uh, you know, it just wasn't something I was interested in. So I wanted to, like, I wanted to dive into that mindset of being the big guy that everybody's afraid of, um, without actually having to do it.
1: Exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I wanted to be this big, tough guy who's kind of mysterious that nobody knows much about, um, but still is, you know, friendly friendly enough to where you know you're not like actually a
1: big exactly just like Chewbacca <laughs>
3: yeah yeah just like Chewbacca like <laughs> once you you're like whoa what's he doing but then he's like I mean he's Han Solo's best friend so yeah
1: exactly because you're 6'2 and 323 pounds
3: yeah I yeah. wish I was I wish I was that big in real life <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of eating, man. What, I mean.
3: Yeah, that is. <laughs> I don't even know if I could, I, I don't know how. That, that'd be putting on a couple hundred
1: for me. <laughs> I see. So it looks like you have about eight sacks on the season as of right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm racking them up slowly and slowly, but surely.
1: You are, you are. I
3: sure pressure, pressure player, but, uh, you know, every, every once in a while I can make those big plays.
1: I see. And you have 30 um, tackles and six assists, so you know you're being very active.
0: Yeah, too.
1: yeah, yeah. You're trying to get it done. Cool. And I've noticed that your numbers have increased over your season, over your um, the past seasons. You know, when you were with the Valqueros. you started off kind of light, but now you're you're doing pretty good. So that's why you guys are so successful.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, we we we're all a team, and we wouldn't be able to be there without each other. You know, I I know I'm not gonna be like the I'm not gonna be running a hundred yard touchdown, but I wanna be felt, you know, where it counts. So that that's that's another thing that drew me to defensive tackle too. As kind of a background player but still gets the big plays every once in a while.
1: Gotcha. So tell me, last question. Well actually I have two more. How do you plan to make an impact on the SFL?
3: Yeah, that's, um, that's a great question. I, I really like where I'm at right now. You know, I get to be a player. It's, it's still a time commitment that I can be a part of. But, uh, um, you know, I, I do have a pretty busy life going to school and working full time. So um, it's actually nice to be able to be flexible. But I like to be able to be here too, you know. Um, I just want to be able to build a, a good place and keep building a good place. Because as the SFL grows. You know, I want to be somebody that people see as a more senior member of the SFL and somebody that's, like, always going to be friendly, you know, somebody that people are going to be happy to see, you know, who's who's going to foster a community, I guess. Got you. That's where I want to be as the SFL.
1: Fantastic, sir. And last question. Um, What do you plan on doing for the next five years in SFL and in real life?
3: So, that's actually... They actually kind of tie into into each other together a little bit. Okay. Um, So, I want to finish, of course, my my bachelor's degree and then maybe get a master's. Um, And then once I'm done with school, I was thinking, you know, maybe, maybe as the league continues to expand, I could become maybe an owner. But what I'd really love to do is be an announcer. Because I really love, you know getting to ham it up like Cam does, like, like Jeremy does, like like, uh, like all the other announcers do. I love to be able to get out there and get loud and proud for, for whatever team's out there
0: playing.
1: Gotcha. And it is fun. Um, I, have my, I tried it. Only reason why I have not been able to continue to do it is because I am on Wi-Fi and I need a hard line. So until I can do that, I will not be calling any games, but that should change. Um, definitely for next season, but it is a great time being in the booth with those guys, and um, just learning in general. Man, it's it's awesome. So we're looking forward to you joining the broadcast team too. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a real pleasure to be on today, and I've really <laughs> this is the first time the SFL is actually hearing my voice. Though,
1: so. <laughs> and I feel honored to be the first person to actually play it. So beautiful I'm glad it worked out for you know both of us and um, oh, thank you with that this is the end of the interview and I like to give my guest the last word so you could you know say whatever you want do shout outs um, read poetry I've had Mark Mello sing a song to me he's been the only one thus far um, so the floor is yours to do whatever you want at this time
0: well I
3: guess I have a couple things to say first I'm going to shout out the best team in the SFL, the Denver Nightwings. I love you guys, and I will see you all on the field this week. Um, I'd also like to, you know, extend an invitation to anybody. If you all are ever in CStat, um, which is what we call College Station, hit me up. You know, I am a very friendly face, so I'd love to see all of you. Um, you know, I'm busy, but I will make time for my SFL family. Um, and just one last thing. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Oh man, you're welcome. You're definitely welcome, Chewy. When um I DM'd you to tell you to ask you to come on and I saw your the excitement, I was really happy to have you on too because I think you're probably you're very popular, um, with with everyone as far as the teams go, but I heard that you're just a very nice guy in general and I had to meet you. I'm glad that I did. Well thank you. Yeah. I, I'm really
3: glad to have met you too. I was honestly a little bit starstruck when you asked me to be on the podcast
1: (laughs) i don't know why come on now starstruck that's a lot (laughs) but i appreciate it you know when i was um i get a little starstruck honestly when i talk to some of you guys too especially you know when you're championship bound championship teams and it's like it's a big deal you know yeah You know, y'all are out there doing your thing and everybody wants to be in your position. So kudos to you, man. Kudos to you and the team and looking forward to seeing how deep you guys go.
3: Yeah, thank you
1: so much. You're very welcome. And you are invited back. Anytime you want to come back, please, please. Just ask and it's yours.
3: Of course. Of course. I will not be a stranger.
1: All right. Sounds good, Chewy. I'll see you later. Of course. All right.
0: bye
1: Special thanks goes out to Mr. Red Sawyer and Mr. Bailey Baca and to you. For listening to this podcast today, tonight, or whenever you decided to turn it on. I do appreciate you for doing so. If you're listening and you would like to be interviewed on my show, please just contact me. We can set a day and a time. I want to be able to talk to everybody and get your voice heard out here, so don't be afraid. Real easy. (laughs) I will see you next week with another interesting podcast. And with that, I say... Striker out.